right, welcome back to another episode of the Single Track Session number 12. So we're just clicking along right now, and there's just, again, there's a lot to cover. You know, things happen a lot during the course of a week here in, in this yep. time of year. Um, so I guess, you know, first off, let's recap that Amerisport uh, contest. Yeah, who won? The winner on that was Kim Givler. All right, Kim. Kim congratulations. Uh, yeah, so what we did is we took some of our favorite comments or answers, which was ding near all of them. Oh, yeah, they uh, were great ones. They were some awesome ones, and threw them into a hat, Yep. twirled them around, and just picked a name. Uh, that's the best way to do so it. So that's the best way we know how to do it. Cause that way even, we're not biased. It's not, and then me and Jill probably couldn't have agreed on our favorite ones anyway because there's right. so many good ones. <laughs> Anyhow. So, yeah, so Kim Givler, make sure you email me at manners at trailmanners.com. Give us your address so we can get you your sweet Sunto Ambit 3 Vertical in the mail so you can test that out and, and get that going. Yeah, make sure you take a picture and send it to us as you're using it. That's right. Tag us. That's right. Let us see it in action. Right on. Get that vert going. And then uh, so and then we wound down with the book contest and, and yep. the other ones. So all those prizes are on their way. Right People on. People reached out. We got those going. But we have a contest going right now. Yep. And that's for uh, um, the Tommy Barlow episode we just had. Right. Which was fantastic. Yeah, um, I think it was super genuine. I really liked it. It was awesome. It was raw. You it know, was. He kind of got emotional for a minute. And he that, did. That, and it was so genuine. It, it what was. a good guy. Well, you know, we get comments and people are saying, oh, I love the show. You guys, you know, blah, 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 and which we totally appreciate. Yep. But, man, without the guests we have, yeah. it's it's different. Yeah, I mean, it the, is. The guests make the show. And they so do. And so we got to thank all of the guests we've had on the show. And we got some good ones coming up. But, yeah, I mean, the guests make the show. They, and, they always do. And so we appreciate that. Um, but, you know, speaking of his show, we have a contest going for two Solomon waist belts. Yep. Um, there is. On our website, I don't remember the whole long name of them. It's like S Lab. You know. Yeah, it's gonna hold some water and food. How's that? There you go. Maybe and a phone. There you go. And, and the keys. And we got two of them. Yes, so we do. Again, you just go back to uh, the Tommy Barlow episode. Yep. Leave a comment. Why you need it? We have some good comments already coming through. Yeah. So who who provided those products for us? That was uh, Palmer Divide Run Company. Those and guys are rad. They are. They do. It's just I don't know. It's super cool. If you follow them on Instagram, which is PD Run Co. Right. They do have a website, so you can buy some of their gear. Yep. I've been running the, the trucker hat they sent me. It's, <laughs> it's a camo trucker hat. Yeah. It's awesome, yep. and I love wearing it. But those guys, they just do things their way, and it's yeah. a trail-only store, so it's kind of unique. Yeah. And it's co- super cool to see stores like that succeed. Yeah. Right? And they're the, the, the home of the Colorado's most okayest race team. That's right. Which I like is that. also dialed in for, it for is, right? cool. So. That speaks volumes to just about everybody, right? And, yeah, and they're in, they're in Palmer Lake, Colorado, and if yeah. all goes well, and I head out for Thanksgiving, like the plan is to the Colorado Springs, I'm going to john up there and hook up with these guys. As you should, and let let me let you them show me. Should do a podcast me. up there with those guys. Oh, That'd that be would cool. be cool. Hey. That'd be fun. Yeah. So anyway, thanks to uh, Palmer Divide Run Company for the waist belts, but also for outfitting me and Joel in some sweet trucker hats. That's right. We're all about wearing trucker hats. So yeah, so that'll be a good contest we got going right now. Uh, looks like we're finally, finally getting uh, ready to finalize our media and race kits. Uh, yeah. For sponsoring the show or promoting your race or promoting your brand. Yeah, promoting your brand is, I think, the best way to look at it. And promoting your race is going to be really powerful. We, I think we have a good track record of really helping out races reach their the, their limit and their potential. Giving more exposure exactly. for some of the smaller ones, maybe, or yeah. newer ones, yeah. I should say. So we got that getting ready to launch. So we're, 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 we got a lot going on. 
right? We do have a lot going on. It's a bit overwhelming at times. <laughs> so so be patient. Yes. We're, we're still here. Uh, yes, we just we gotta, And there's things we haven't even talked about we have going on, too. Oh, my so. gosh. Yeah, that, that makes me want to vomit thinking yeah. about that project. So, man, pretty soon we're going to have to start hiring, right, interns. <laughs> yeah, some unpaid labor. That's right. Because you and I aren't getting paid. That's right. So you just fill, fill, the, fill the list down. So. That's right. So we got that going on, and then, you know, we'll, we'll briefly touch on a few races. And, again, we don't touch on all the races because there no. are so many of them. And the ones that are kind of local to us, ones that, you know, we're familiar with that we believe in. Or we know people that are running yeah, them. exactly. But one of the fun ones here locally in Park City that happened over the past weekend was the North Face Challenge, the North yeah. Face 50. Yep. And one of the cool parts, there's two cool parts. There's a lot of cool parts. But yeah. the two main ones <laughs> okay. is, is the beard is back. Yeah, the right? beard is back. Rob Carr, yeah. he's been taking some time away from the race circuit. Yep. Uh, I guess he's been pedaling around and doing <laughs> some other things. But he right. won that on the men's side, yep. which not really a surprise. Nope. Um, but he, he's back running. Yeah. Uh, and they had some other, you know, fantastic athletes there that, you know, I think Rory Bazio was there. And was she running or just hanging? I think she might have been hanging out. Yeah. And then Dean, uh, ultramarathon man, was there doing photo ops. Yeah. he's good looking. Um, uh. <laughs> So he was there. I'm not sure about that. But one of the cool things on the women's side, one of our past guests yeah. uh, won the women's, uh, Leslie Howlett. Right, right? on. New uh, nurse, right? Yeah, she, she just, just got, got a job got nursing. Got job. So first time in a long time she said she's been back in the market. But, um, yeah, so congratulations there. Right. Um, a lot of other great runners mm-hmm. and fun people up there racing that way. I think right. Mike, I think that's a good introductory. Uh, Stephenson, didn't he run that? Yeah, Michael Stephenson, yeah. he ran. But I think that's a good introductory race for somebody getting into their first ultra. And that changed the course, yeah. Because you know, here in Utah, we got some crazy Dude, global weather warming weather going. That so last week. <laughs> so they changed that course. So speaking of course changes, yes, and local one. races and friends, yes, kind of hits all our, our boxes. Is the Bear One Hundred? Oh, sweet bear. So number one, the race is a must do. Period. End of story. It is. Yep. Uh, beautiful course, beautiful race, awesome time of year. Oh yeah, Best very time of well. Year. Yeah, very well run. Yep. Um, this year they only had 170 finishers, <laughs> out which, of like 350, <laughs> something like that. like that. But that course, they rerouted, they changed the course like just days before the race, and they had to. Yeah, it was a good call. Yeah, and I, I tip my hat to the race directors and everybody They're involved. Scrambling because in they like sh- mad crazy. But the best thing they did though is the communication. I right? thought it was spot on, to be honest. I saw a lot of people were complaining a little bit about that, yeah. but you know what? Like we said, you got to roll with the punches. That's right. I mean, it's. It's safety. I mean, it was yeah. for Utah that time, you know, this last weekend, there were tornadoes, which yeah. we don't have in Utah no. for obvious reasons. Freaking tornado touched down behind my house. Yeah. And it, it did some serious damage. Yeah. It wasn't just like, hey, how you doing? It was like, I'm going to take this. I'm going to take that. That's right. And you're, you're <laughs> going to stomp on this house. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gosh. Um, but far as the, the race goes, they, they I just watched from, you know, social media and, and everything. And boy, they just were changing things but yeah i mean they were keeping you in the loop the entire time yeah they were um, and you just had to be you know flexible and adapt to it and uh, it was always in your safety well and you look at the pictures and hear the accounts of it it was an yeah. out and back to tony's grove yep um, which is completely op- different obviously yeah but from tony's grove to the finish is higher up yep a little more remote in spots some oh, yeah. super cold areas anyway <laughs> oh, yeah and it's tough it is and so you got to look at it in perspective. At Tony's Grove, just from the start to Tony's Grove and back, was heinous. Yeah, it looked terrible. <laughs> and that's not the worst part no. of the course. So what they did, they nailed it. Yeah, they did. Um, and, 
man, tip, tip of my hats there. But, I mean, you had some good results, too. You did. Right? Mm-hmm. So on the men's side, there was a tie for first. Uh, yep. Uh, Mick and Ryan. Uh, Mick Jernick and Ryan Weibel came in at 1933. That's really fast considering the conditions. Oh, it was mud. Right? People were in, like, puffies yeah. and pants mm-hmm. and gators and it was it was a, it was a mud fest but right you know i guess they ran through the last four aid stations together and right. just decided to finish together which was cool i think that's good for, now almost like safety wise oh for you know, sure for yeah. the, it basically rained for 24 hours straight yeah yeah they were it was a mess and then sam reed came in at third right at 20 hours yeah like on the button so crazy fast yeah and on the women's side um the winner was casey lichtig at 2027 so that was ended up being fifth overall. That's fast, right? And then Melissa Bury at twenty six thirty one, and uh, local gal, local Chelsea Hathaway at twenty six thirty five. Right on. My favorite part of that yeah. was Matt Van Horn. Yep. Okay, posted a photo on on Facebook. Yeah. The moment somebody she was, Chelsea was sitting in her chair with a blanket, yeah. kind of after the race, kind of getting warmed up, and and it was her first hundred. Oh, I didn't know that. I think it was. I'll, okay. I'm hopefully getting that right because I'm not going to edit it. So I think it was right. our first hundred, right? <laughs> And someone told her, hey, you finished third female. Yeah. And right when she heard that, Matt took a picture. And her face, Yeah. I, I, I'm not kidding you. That's probably face my favorite. and body expression, yeah, right? That might be my favorite race photo oh, yeah. for the year for by the year. far. Easily for the yeah. year, right? And I'm not talking. It's like scenery. And yeah, it, no. This was like That human raw. reflection. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? That was so it cool to see. So that was awesome. You can see just the, the gratitude of the hard work that she's put in all the year just kind of pouring out that moment. And the shock. Yeah. Right? Of like, oh my gosh. Cause, yeah. And that, that's kind of cool because you think about it and... And I think some of the you know front runners, I would never know this, and I've never really asked this, but you come through AIDS to, hey, where am I at, right? Right. Especially when you're top three. Yeah. Or you, it, being an out and back, it seems oh, yeah. like you may know. Yeah, right? you can't, maybe. I mean, maybe for the the top one or two. Yeah, but I mean, if but to think about her just finding out, I mean, this is like, yeah, <laughs> not like she finished, shook hands. Right. She was like sitting down after a little exactly. bit. Getting all warmed up. So that was, I don't know, that was just awesome to see. It was. So... First of all, congratulations and Matt Van Horn. Way to capture that moment. I man. know. That was That's solid. pretty special. In front of Ultra Running Magazine, if you ask me. Yep, should be. And then we got to give some shout-outs to some local friends and That's people. Right. Um, let's do it. First of all, let's talk John Wilwright, right? Oh, did he finally do it? He did it. <laughs> God, Isn't that crazy? What was his time? I wish I had it oh, close dang. by, but I don't. It was a good time, though. It really was. I'm glad you got that monkey off his it back. It might have been in the 26-hour range. Ooh, that's pretty good. If I remember right. Yeah, yeah. But so John's run it a few times. Yeah. And hasn't been able to complete it because of his stomach. stomach issues. It's, he's right? got he's got a sick pummy, you know, puppy tummy. So the gets fun, hot and he just done. goes south. <laughs> so you go to the one of the hardest bears ever run, really, yeah. and then he finishes that yeah, one. That, so congratulations. Maybe it's the heat. Maybe it's the heat thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> we didn't have any of that. No, not that day. Uh, Bryce Warren. Yeah. Another solid finish. Can't believe that. I didn't, I didn't realize that that he had decided to run because I thought he was kind of on the bubble. He was. was. Like, I talked to him the day before. Yeah. I was like, saw him and, you know, we were hanging out the day right. before for a minute and I was talking to him about it. He still, the day before he hadn't still. made the decision. Right, exactly. It was like, I don't know, one o'clock the day before. And he's like, ah. He goes under 24. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I don't even have my drop bag. Oh my or, gosh. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. He's pulling a Corey Johnson. Yeah. And he finishes. Uh, and then back half Barlow's other half, Kenzie Barlow finished. Yeah. Um, so congrats, Shane Martin, the guy we even brought up on yeah. our last show, um, a guy we see periodically. Right. Uh, Phil Lowry. Of course. Jeremy Actor, who had a lot of no, good no. photos. Yeah, Jeremy did. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jeremy. Yeah. And then Tara, Bryce's Tara, wife, Tara, yeah, Tara, Tara Warren. Tara Warren did a good job. She's been on the show. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, and there's some, like, obviously we always miss some. So, but of congratulations, course. everybody who finished that one. Holy cow, man. Put yeah. a, put a feather in your You're cap never going to forget that one. That, yeah. that might be your most memorable one. Yeah. Well, it was memorable just sitting back watching. Yeah, that's right. And then, um, I'll do one more like little race finish before we get back to the barracks. We want to cover okay. something, but at Ultra Mount Fuji, same thing. I had to change the course. Well, we got some. Some construction diesel truck out here because we're we never even said we're at Twenty Second Street Trailhead as usual yep. in our office right That's right you know Studio Seventy Eight but uh, again Ultra Mount Fuji heavy rains yep. um, last minute change of course the hundred mile course was shortened to forty seven k right because That's of the weather. Short. That's a lot, a lot different. Like Twenty-eight miles. Um, but the winner is a stud. Yeah, a guy that I good guy. I know personally, just an awesome dude, Dylan Bowman. Right. He won. Right. American over at Mount Fuji, three forty-six. Okay. Um, so he won that one. And it was followed by um, UTMB winner Professor X. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't say his name very well. Mm-hmm. And then oh, Tomonaro. Onaksuka. I can't believe that's you what you're getting. That. Hey man, I'm that getting good. I'm getting bold. So um, that was on the men's side, and then the women's side, y- uh, Yuko Kamoi, yeah, Corey Niwa, and some local girls. Yeah, another lady from China <laughs> that has X's and Y's. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not very good, and I don't want to slaughter names. But yeah. Anyway, that was mainly about just saying congrats to Dylan. He's there you go. Guy. So let's go back to the bear. Okay, let's do it. Because I know uh, you shot me a text this week right after the bear. Yep. And said, hey, did you read this post on social, on Facebook? Yeah. And I was like, not yet. I'm going to find it. And it was long. So it was long. It took me a minute. So so the Bear 100, um, let's let's talk about it because it's something we brought up on the show. We brought up several times. Um, and it's something we're very animate, passionate about. Yeah. Want, want people to get on board. And we're going to have some guests on the show in the future that can help address some of this stuff. I hope so. Um, but let's talk about it, Joel. Why don't you kick us off on, on what we'll call this the, the rant. Sure. I think, you know, what was it, a day or two after, you know, as all the love was coming in for the bear, um, one post came in on the bear Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And it was from one of the volunteers, uh, one of the aid station captains. has been doing it for years. And he posted a video. And so I didn't read it at first. I started watching the video. And you immediately... If you've run a 100-miler or if you've done a whole bunch of ultras, you immediately notice something's wrong mm-hmm. when, when you see the video. There's trash everywhere at the aid station. Everywhere. I mean, and I'm not saying just a couple of things. I mean everywhere. And you get this sinking feeling. You're like, I think I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. And then so I stopped the video, and I went and I read the post. And the post is long, but it's eloquent, it's well thought out, yeah. and it's very thoughtful. Basically, what he's saying is, you know, you guys dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. You trashed the aid station. You thought you were entitled to special treatment. Your your crew came in here, overran the aid stations. They weren't uh, respectful of the volunteers. And basically, we need to step up as a community. And it was shameful. It was. It really was. And, you know, my heart goes out to him because he spends hundreds of extra dollars out of his pocket yep. every year to help you racers, and Finny. you guys treat him like that? Well, and he said Come something on. like 50 hours 
yeah. of his, and he, and the thing, he doesn't know any ultra runners. He doesn't have a horse in the game. Right. He's exactly. not family member. He did it because he thought it'd be fun and his family likes to help out and exactly. volunteer. That's what they did. And back to Joel's point is even this year, like we talked about the bear, it was just a mud fest. It was. So it's not just garbage, but I mean, it's like caked underneath a mud right. pile. And yeah. the other thing that was, was brought up, um, is there was some broken, some damaged equipment, equipment, some heaters. Yep. Um, people knocking stuff over and right. leaving it, and that's his personal property exactly. that he brings up. Yeah. Um, but to Joel's point is, you know, this gentleman, like, he, I mean, this guy couldn't have worded things any better. It oh. wasn't like he attacked or no, being so gracious and gracious. You know? But he's like, we don't want to do this in the future. Yeah. We had blankets in the mud trampled on the right. personal blankets. And he even said, you know, I always expect my blankets to come back. Dirty, yeah, because that's just the nature oh, of it. Yeah. Runners are dirty, aid stations are dirty, but to just trample somebody's personal property into the mud and to break their equipment with no regard for their graciousness of helping you out well, and the blanket thing I mean, what happens when the runner comes behind you that needs a warm exactly, blanket and right? stuck in the mud? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, if if you have the strength. And the mental capacity to get to that aid station, then you have the ability to take your trash and throw it away. You can get out of your chair and you can walk several feet and throw it away. That's the very least you can do. And I think it's just, I think it's shameful if you can't do that. Maybe well, you shouldn't be doing this if you can't adhere to those basic decencies that our sport is known for. Well, not only that, he had those orange Home Depot. Yeah, like pails, but buckets sitting next to chairs. Right, for you to put your like you could sit in your yeah. chair, take your broth, and just drop the cup exactly. in next to you. And I understand when you know late in the game, you're tired, you're cold, and especially this year, you're so yeah. cold. I understand that, but if you're going to get out of the chair and continue on, then you can do that. You know, in some some aid stations, they'll they'll I mean. They'll be, hey, do you want me to take care of this? Yeah, or, exactly. I mean, there's that, but yeah. you know, especially if you have that crew aspect, they can help oh, out. Yeah. Before, they can help out. Before and after you even come through. Yeah. I mean, it's like Joel says, if you see a piece of trash on your driveway, are you going to leave it there? No. No. You're going to pick it up. Did you do it? Who cares? Yeah. You're going to pick it up. And right. so that's kind of the, the thing me and Joel have talked about is the, the evolution of this sport. Right. Is It's growing. Right. right, and you're getting people that come in that may not have the background of some others, you know, that came right. on early on, or maybe exactly. not know etiquette wise. But there's right. basic human principles involved. I exactly right. You know, garbage. Yeah, it's not ultra running. It it's not road running. It's just garbage. Right. Yeah. I mean, pick it up. But it was. It was. It was sad to see, and I, it was really great to see a lot of the comments oh, underneath. Man. So saying, many people are. We're so sorry. We loved it when you guys right. were there. You know. I, you know, I apologize for what we've done. I mean, right. people are taking responsibility. And again, this isn't, this isn't like. We're not blaming the whole community. Yeah. There's, there's a all. small segment of the community that needs to get their act together. Yeah. And that's, and that's part of what we talk about on the show. Yeah. And it's part of a responsibility of all of us is it, to yeah, educate Exactly. People. It's all of us. And it, I think, you know, one thing that happens is somebody's like, well, it's just me this time. It's yeah. no big deal. Yep. Well, then you got like. Freaking fifty or sixty other people saying the same thing. That's no big deal. It's just just one person doing yeah. it. You know, it. It adds up so quickly in that environment. Well, and I, I saw I, I I actually brought this up to somebody since you've texted me, and they said to me, "Well, haven't you seen like a marathon, like oh, at don't the eight stations?" And that. I said, "Okay, this is two different yeah. things, really. It really is, right. right?" And I like to separate 
from that right out of the gate. This right. is two different things. It okay? is. Expectation versus everything else. But, you know, we want to talk about to this community is just educate others. If you yeah. see it, talk to somebody. Because we had uh, our next guest. The show hasn't launched yet. Right. Right. We were sitting there talking to him about running up here on right. our trail system. And he says, yeah, I sat and watched a lady with like an Arrowhead water bottle, yeah. you know, whatever those are. And she drank it all, and she threw it on the ground right. in the trails on the mountains. He yeah. goes, I ran by, I picked it up and handed it to her. Says, oh, yeah. you dropped this. Exactly. That was right? awesome. That's awesome. But yeah. it's it's a matter of just telling people, hey, you're not above. No, you need you to know, take responsibility. Yeah, it's it's the, the bottle itself, I promise you, was lighter yeah. than it was when you picked it up and brought it on the mountain with you. I, I know it's burdensome to carry that really heavy water bottle that's empty now. But just because it doesn't serve its purpose to you anymore because right. it's empty doesn't mean it's you're not, not entitled your responsibility. to do that. Correct. You're you're not entitled. I think one of the other things, like you you said, you know, it's our it's our responsibility to, to educate not only you know fellow runners that are getting into it, but also you know if you're going to do a hundred miler, you got to talk to your crew. Mm-hmm. Your crew should never hinder an aid station. Yep. Um, if if you're waiting on your runner, you need to chill out and get out of that aid station. Or if you have the experience. You step in, you ask somebody, can I help? Can I help, yep. Because you and I did that um, a couple of years ago when we were helping Misty at the Bear. Mm-hmm. She came in in a bad spot. She was going to need at least an hour in aid station to collect herself before she went. Well, I was there. I was supposed to pace her. I started helping other people. Yep. Just because that's what you do. Yep. You help people get their food. You help them get their drop bags. You make sure they're okay. You help clean up. That's what's expected from this community. And you guys got to step up. That, that's the bottom line. You know, and, and with the whole crew in the aid station, I mean, we've talked about it on the show at Western States, crew or, crews are not yeah. allowed in the aid and station. And maybe that's what we need to go to, yeah, really, to be I honest. Mean, well, because, I mean, well, think about how many, think about the people that are getting into it now. They're bringing 10 people mm-hmm. along. They think this is a damn spectator sport. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you can sit along the side of the trail. You Absolutely. Can, but like Joel's saying is like, stay out of the aid station. Stay out of the aid station. Set up your set up your chair outside the aid station. Yeah. You know, if you have to, get out of the way. But yeah, at Western they have a lot of volunteers. I mean, that could be a different thing. They've got like yeah. two to three volunteers per runner. It, yeah, exactly. It's, you know, I mean, when they come through, not over right. the whole race, but um, so some of these aid stations are more remote. They may only have two or three type, you know, people. Right. Um, but stay out of the aid station unless you, you're there for a purpose. It's not because even when I ran Wasatch or right. just paced gym at Wasatch, some of those aid stations, uh, same exact thing. Yeah. You know, Brighton was super bad. It's a small oh, man, area. Yeah. I couldn't do something about I that. I couldn't get gym. Um, I can't remember what I wanted some eggs or something. I couldn't right. get to the table. And it wasn't because people are waiting in line. People are just standing there. Yeah, just milling about. Just milling about. You know, I don't even know what half of them were doing. They weren't with a runner. They might right. have been waiting. Or might be waiting left. on a runner. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... This is getting to the point now where it just needs to be addressed a little bit more. It does. And it's Have not common decency. And again, we're not blaming the whole community. It's obviously not that, but it, at the same time we're we're challenging the community exactly. to step up Rise and help up. out and be better. educate people whether it's your group run, you know, whether you see it in an ultra, whether you've experienced it or whether you're even a part of it. Maybe right. step back for a second and think about it because you may What's not even be aware. It's exactly. like hold on, wait a minute. Because yeah. we talked about it, Hard Rock. Oh you know, yeah, they that's dropped be they a dropped problem the entrant by seven runners and everybody's yeah. like what does that matter well but like seven Joel just times, mentioned seven times like maybe four yep. we get 28 people in that environment that's significant it is and, it, and, and it, year it, after year that just adds up to impacting the environment and i know that's 
you know, hard rock's different because it's fragile, yeah. you know, environments. But even talking aid stations, yes. getting that many more people in exactly. there. Exactly. And don't look at a volunteer like, well, they're volunteering. That's their job. No, it's not it's their not job. It's not their job. <laughs> you know, they're they're cooking broth. They're yeah. cutting watermelon. They're filling bottles. Yeah. They're trying to get help you. They're trying to help a runner. Yeah, they're not there to help achieve you a goal. pick up garbage. And we've right. both vo- helped out and volunteered. Oh, yeah. And we've picked up trash. I've been an trash. aid station captain before. Yeah, and we've picked up trash. It's not like the yeah. end of the world. But no. when you combine that by X amount of people, right. when you add all these variables, yep. right, the mud, the blankets, the people, the cold, the kicking rain. over. Yeah, I mean, you got to just step back for a minute and just take a moment, survey it over. Right. It's okay to not be inside the aid station. Yeah. Right. And I know it's convenient because sometimes they do have a heater and it's cold. Oh man, if you're cold, go in there and get warm. Yeah. Be safe. But don't. But don't just be a crew member and show up two hours early and just go stand by the heater. And then right? like eat food. Yeah. Right. That's and not leave your garbage and yeah. take up space. So exactly. So again, we just, you know, it is kind of a rant and it's not it something is. we necessarily do a lot on the show, but it's that important. Right. Because it, it really is that aid station, this gentleman and his family right. put on a hell of an aid. They cook right. grilled cheese. They cook, oh, they, they do it right. And yeah. they, a lot of it comes out of their own pocket. Yeah. And so if we lose someone like that in right. a race, like the bear, because it's not, you know, in, in history, five plus years ago, yeah, there were some problems at aid stations. Right, at the just bear. not not having enough supplies, not having enough food to not support enough, the runners, and not having enough people. Exactly. So now we have an aid station that is well prepared. It's stocked. They have enough food. They have enough uh, manpower, and it's gone. Yeah. So, and this isn't. We might be talking about the bear, but I guarantee this is happening everywhere. Absolutely, right? this. I mean, you know, it, it's, there's well, races. We go everywhere. back to Wasatch at Lambs. There was very specific rules at oh. Lambs, and they kept getting broken over and over and over again. And the the aid station volunteers had to be enforcers instead of volunteers for the runners at that point, and that's not that's not good. Yeah, it's not, and, and it, it's it, just going to get worse, I think, and until gonna, somebody actually puts their foot down and starts kicking people out of races. Well, and it jeopardizes races. Yes, exactly. It jeopardizes aid stations. Yep. And it jeopardizes things for the runners. Yep. This is, you know, crews and, and pacers, and that's separate, right? These right. these 100 milers, 50 milers, half marathons, 5Ks, they're there for one purpose, really. Yep. They're for the runner, right? Yeah. There's some causes or whatever, Absolutely. but they're there for the runner. People yep. don't run 100 miles just because they got nothing better to do. Corey Reese. Yeah, he might. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so he can eat more Hostess yeah. donuts. Yep. Or De- little, Debbie's little Debbies or whatever he likes. Yeah. But you know, they're 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 races. They're running. Ra- they're races. They're not crew experiences. Right. You know. But it is. But on the flip side, I understand that crewing is special. It, oh, for sure, absolutely. It's so rewarding to help somebody. But it's gone beyond that, where you're starting to involve extended family members, and it becomes this other experience. Well, and it's getting to be where it's too many. It is, and that's what I'm saying. It's too many. A handful of people, that's fine. But when you got 10 or 15 or 20 people... the, The environment cannot sustain that. Well, there were comments about Wasatch when they started to, you know... Before the race, and like, okay, we're changing this, and they yeah. can't go here. And people are like, where are my crew supposed to see me? Well, well it's unfortunately yeah. at the end of the day. I mean, again, hey, I've got crew when I run hundreds. I love seeing my family, my yeah. wife, my kids. It's 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 it helps me, right? right? But at the end of the day, 
how many aid stations do I hit without them too? So, so it's not just, oh, my crew can't, act. who cares? I mean, I don't say who cares, but if your crew can't access you, you still have to run the race. If you yeah, can't you run do. the race without a crew, you may have to rethink you should be in this race. I, I think so. Because at the end of the day, there are volunteers they're and there, there are to drop bags, yep. right? So what do you need your crew for? Like right. for real. Yeah. I mean, if they're dropping off a pacer, that's fine. If they're there for mental, if they're there, if they're bringing you like some specific food, that's fine. But again... It needs to be well thought out. Yeah. And you need to, it's not just you go into the race and prepare. You need to prepare your crew. You do. Especially yeah. for people that aren't as familiar with the sport because there's more right. and more of that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Especially like at Lambs. I mean, I've been yeah. there in the past when people have just parked wherever, and it's like, oh, my buddy, yeah. I work with him, and I just want to check this out. I had right. no clue of the sport, and exactly. I get that. That's inquisitive, and it is interesting. And it's, you know, it's a hell of a lot of fun, too. I mean, yeah, I remember yeah. the Lambs aid station years oh, yeah. ago when it was a free-for-all. It was a party oh, it was yeah. fun <laughs> it really was and to be honest i wouldn't mind seeing that again if they can control that chaos somehow well and that's and that might be what like western you can have as many people literally i think as yeah. you wanted an aid station they just can't be inside the roped in quote exactly. unquote and i think aid that's station. important they can't access the food yep you know if you want food a volunteer gets it or you get it your right. crew does not go near your exactly. drop bag you can step outside the the roped area put a chair and your crew can help you with your drop bag there right i think that's maybe the better better way to handle that yeah, for some of those bigger traditional aid stations but i think it i think it comes i think it's a good idea but again it comes back down to the time and and putting it together right? yeah because now i gotta rope this off yeah i have to have someone enforce it like joel yeah, mentioned exactly you don't want to have a volunteer that's there just to enforce well, they can, I mean, one way they can handle that is they can, somebody can cycle out of, you know, somebody's doing table work. All right, next hour you're going to go out and you're just going to walk the rope line, make sure that everybody's adhering to the the policy of staying outside of that. You can maybe do it that way. Well, I mean, we'd, we'd even like to hear some comments on this. Yeah, on, absolutely. I mean, you know, if, you, if you think differently than us, great. But you got to explain why. That's important. Or, we really feel passionate about this, if you can't tell. And we think we're on the right side of history on this one. Well, not only that, if you have even come up with ideas, and if there's a race in your community that faces this problem yeah. and has or worked around it, it yeah. yeah, solve the problem. We'd love to hear that because, yep. again, this is happening everywhere. Yeah. We're talking about some local races we're very familiar with. Right. And there's some races like, you know, Western states. I'll keep bringing it back up because I don't know of a race out there that, I, well, that I've been to that's more dialed in. Right. Right. At an eight. I've never, it's like NASCAR, man. Yeah. I mean, they do it all and it's mm-hmm. like efficient. Right. And they won't let you, it's not like you can come and hang out right. for half an hour. You know, just when you're talking about that, I just remember Zion 100 changed one of their aid station policies because uh, when you, it's the one, two, it's the third mesa to climb up and it's the steep one. Um, when you're on top of that mesa, there's access for crew. But then when you go from that mesa over the graft and you go on this dirt road and people are hauling butt on oh. that dirt road, so they cut crew access this last year. Rightfully so. Good. Because it was dangerous. Yeah. Just like when you used to go up to Upper Big Water yeah. um, oh. on that when yeah. people were driving up there, that was scary. At nighttime, it was oh my gosh, terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, again, like we said, we don't like to rant. We don't like to no, bring on sorry. some negativity. But we got the soapbox out today. That's right. <laughs> We're on top of it right now. But but you have to look. You have to take a step back and look. What are we saying, right? right. And all we're saying is educate, 
and be respectful. And Absolutely. it's not about being a runner. It's not about being a crew. It's not about being a pacer. It's about being a human being. Yeah, exactly. Right. And being very decent and just being, being helpful and decent in the right manner. Yeah. Because right? that's what our sport is supposed to be. about. And, and you know what, right? my experience, and I've, I've been in it only 10 years now, cause I just right. found my first race photo yesterday that's dated, but being at 10 years, 95 plus percent yeah. is that way. It, absolutely. But there is that. And it's not like I'm blaming 5% or saying it's malicious, but sometimes it's just that not educated on how it right. works, you know? Yeah. Or, or you think that you're entitled to yeah, there, be that way. Yeah. And there are a few people out there yeah. here and there, you know, exactly. that just think that's the case. And that's unfortunate too. But again, yeah. this sport kind of doesn't have as much of that. No. And I think that's why I've gravitated to that, it. That's and why I, most of us have. And I think that's why I have so many friends out there is because yeah. we're all like-minded and we all, you know, are, are, I'd like to think I'm a decent human being, but right. I think that's a core of that group. Yeah. So, yeah, if, you, if you've got some races in your area that have maybe solved this issue where a crew can still be there, right? you know, let us know. Because, you know, we're, we've got things on the docket and we would love this to spread to people to understand, hey, let's be educated. Let's realize where this sport came from. And lastly, and hopefully not, you know, the worst thing is they can pull permits these races just oh as easy gosh, they can yeah. issue them. You know? you can, that Forest Service, they can pull something so fast. And and you got to realize the race director is the one that has to deal with all this. Yeah, right? or the committee. And it's a yeah. tough decision. Like at yeah. Wasatch, that was the thing at Lambs. It's like, well, you said if people did that, you were going to DNF the runner. Right. I mean, mm, the hard line, and yeah. that didn't happen. That didn't happen. And people were like, well, I don't think that's fair because so-and-so didn't know the rules. Right. And they would have DNF'd me or whatever. Right. It's like, well, and I understand that point because you can tell your crew and pacers, but if you have Joe Blow that works the cubicle next to you, yeah. just wants to hang out and show up. Right. But, I mean, that's where we're getting. We're putting the pressure back to the race directors, and they have to go back and ask for permits. Right. And the Forest Service says, well, what are you going to do to control this? Right. Well, I guess I won't have anybody at this aid station. Or the and Department of Transportation in the case in the of Wasatch. the Lambs. I mean, yeah. that's even, or you lose yeah. awesome volunteers like at the Bear. Yeah, that's you know? sad. So I hope I hope that maybe he rethinks it after, <laughs> after I hope, all the comments. That would be nice, right? I mean, Because he does it right. He does it right. And, and he's got the experience. Yeah. So now you got to get someone new on board. So anyway. Oh, my goodness. Just be respectful. Maybe educate people you know talk about it in your blog posts a lot of you have yeah. blogs these days talk about that type On of thing Facebook, in your blogs yeah. you know but let's just keep it positive and keep the sport it's going to grow yeah. and with growth comes pains yep. but there's a way to alleviate or minimize that impact like joel mentions right. and that's just by education yeah right and that's a lot what we like to do here not just have fun and which is 90% of it, but we like to educate people, right? right? We like to make sure, and we don't know all the answers. We've never said that, and we're always open for feedback. Always open to learning, too. Yeah, because that's, I mean, me and Joel. That's what life's about. Me and Joel, 10 years ago when I ran my first race, I didn't know Jack Diddley about anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how long a K was, right? right? So I I still don't. (laughs) It's still a little, it's still, I got to Google it, right? The measurement calculator. Yeah, let us know. You know, talk to us. You know, and now we'll move on from that. I think we've hit that. But so, it was necessary. No, it was necessary. Um, let's talk about some other things. we got a Gear sure. Garage coming out tomorrow, number 10. Right? Yes. So Gear Garage number 10, I'm going to be reviewing a new uh, jacket I just got yes. um, at the Amersport Factory Outlet sale because right. I was there hanging out. Yeah, he finally got it. He's been on <sighs> this jacket for months. Literally. Yes. And I've wore it. Like, yes. I've wore it the last, I bought it, oh, I got it like Friday. Did you? Yeah. And I've... Uh, Every day. Three or four days I yeah. ran in it already. Did and you? one day I didn't have to, and no, I was sweating like wore, a dog, but still wore, <laughs> I still you? had it on zipped up. <laughs> so it's going to be the uh, Solomon Fast Wing Hoodie. Nice. Um, so I'll go ahead and review that on Gear Garage. 
Um, then we got to, again, we're always looking for races. Me and Jill before the show sat down and kind of talked about our race schedule tentatively for next year, which right. still is completely up in the air. Yeah, non-committal right now. Yeah, but, you know, fees are going up, lotteries are happening, races right. are filling, so we got to jump on that. So let us know some more races. We had a great one from Amy. Yeah. Um, she went on our website and talked about a race up in Portland. And I kind of feel guilty saying the race just because she was nervous about it filling right. up. But it was, a, I think, Till McBurns 50. Boy, the pictures looked amazing. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I lived in Portland, and so I'm familiar with the area. But the photos, yeah. get out. I know. I mean, <laughs> they Looks were insane. Single track, you know? Yeah. That looked amazing. So if, if you're looking for a race, that could be one in the port. I think it's in yeah. April. I think it's in April. And yeah. uh, it's on my radar. Let's just put it that way yeah. for sure. I mean, April's a, a really up in the air for me. There's like five races I'm looking at. Right. Right. But I'm really, so people out there, I'm really looking for something in February, like nothing super long. Cause that's, I just want to keep motivated through the winter. Right. Um, March maybe, but I think I'm going to be right at the Buffalo run. Yeah. I, I think love so that too. Race. It's local. Uh, it's There's local. no travel. At least, you know, helping out the very yeah. you know, minimum helping out. April, there's about a handful there. Yeah. Uh, May? No. You're not allowed. May's going to be tough. No. Right? I'm telling you right now. Jill's no. telling me no because we got, yeah, anyway. June, Bighorn's on there. That's that's want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yep. st- June wouldn't be bad. July, I think I've nailed July. I, I think so, too. Um, I, I think, think I've we, nailed I think we July. both got that nailed down. Um, birthday weekend for me. So oh, think, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that, yeah. That's Be- the Beaverhead. Beaverhead, yeah. Beaverhead. It's July 8th, and yep. uh, I can't help but be, like, drawn to that sucker. Boy, Sam and Idaho cool. area, yeah, right? Wow. Looks really rad. August, uh, my, our good friend Ty Draney. Vaquero uh, Local. Vaquero Local. This would be my fifth year, so that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Right? Um, let's get that sweet belt buckle. I'm not going to rest. What's a, what's a good August is to do Vaquero and then follow it up with one of the local marathons that we have. Oh, like the Skyline Skyline marathon. marathon or the Mid-Mountain Marathon. Well, That's a great way to prep for, like, the bear. I kind of want to do, like, the Teton Cirque in August. Well, I do, too. I mean, that's always, yeah, don't get me started on that. Yeah, so there's that. And then yeah. September, I'm not going to say what Joel mentioned before the show. No, you're but, not allowed to. Uh, but that's uh, between you, t- you and me. Yeah, but it, it actually got my like got me thinking, too. Uh-oh. So that sucks because <laughs> I hate you now. <laughs> um, but that's actually a very, very... Uh, we got. We're young. We have to do it. We're not getting younger. Let's put it that way. No. So we're. We got that. I got called about. out for being old again the other day. Yeah, it's gonna. You happen. know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> so that's September, um, October. I I really want to go to the Oregon Coast 50k or 30k. I'm gonna. Th- I, I want to yeah. do that race because um, I want to do some race I haven't done. Right. Plus some we have that we like. Sure. So keep us keep those coming in. Um, if you got some winners for us, next week's show. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think it's number 54. Yeah, we got uh, the Wasatch 100 men's winner. Yep. Local boy, which is even better for us, right? (laughs) Yeah, it was was so easy. You just roll up the 22nd Street trailhead. He's running over on the trail. He's running over on the trail. (laughs) So uh, that's uh, Trevor uh, Fuchs. Yep. Um, So he he sat in Studio 78 with us. We'll have that show launching. Yep. Uh, What else we got? Let's talk about some gear. Um, First of all, a shout-out to Eric Palmer. I think he's in Michigan. He just ordered himself a hat and a shirt. Thanks, Eric. So thanks, Eric. We we absolutely appreciate that, and it is on its way. And then uh, we do have more tech tees. Oh, and he bought one of the yellow tech tees, by the way. Those are the best. We have one left in medium, but I think I might have printed a couple more. Okay. We have some uh, tech tees at the print right now, variable colors. They'll be coming out hopefully in a week. We'll get those on. Those will probably go quick because they are very cheap. 
price wise. Right. Um, we also have our pre sale for the beanies yep, that's uh, until end October fifth. Right. Right. We're only ordering fifty, folks. Yeah. This is a limited edition fifty. Yeah. Okay. So get it. So get on that. Right. It's a good deal. Mm-hmm. I know it's still warm. Right. Yeah. So I understand that, that you know hesitation. Hey, we're, we're planners around here. We are because it takes time for us to get them. It does. And you know what? I just don't want you to be that person. I don't want to be fifty one. Oh, I know, because right? Because that would suck. Yeah. Right. It's like, Limited I want... Limited well, edition. Sorry. This might be the only run we make this year of sure. beanies. It probably will be. To be I think so, yeah. Uh, because we got other things on the dock. So don't sure forget do. to go online, pre-order your beanie. You're yep. going to get it no matter what. Yep. Um, but again, it's limited edition. So go grab that because the weather's going to sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. And literally, don't be left out in the cold, okay? What other, what other thing we got coming up? Uh, we got some uh, sweatshirts. We got some hoodies. Yep, we got some hoodies coming out um, yep. with a cool uh, design on the front. Yep. Uh, a little bit different than what's online right now. Exactly. Um, so Joel's going to get that posted. It's just a pre-order of that. Yeah. It's going to be a sweet. We've got a hoodie um, already, right? Yeah, we, we've been hoodie. rocking a Eric and I have been rocking a hoodie all summer. Yeah. <laughs> kind of teasing people. Yeah. They're like, where can we get one of those? Well, sorry. This and is the only ones on the planet right like now. There's like a few. Three yeah. or four. Um, we're going to do a pre-order of those. Right. Um, the sizing on them um, unisex. is unisex, but they are, I'm not going to say they're slim fit. I'd say they're semi-formed. They're not like huge baggy like No, definitely like not. That, but they're not like super, No. look at me, I'm ripped in their spandex, right? Are these the same ones that you and I have? Yeah, they are. Okay, they don't shrink. Yeah. I don't think so. Mine hasn't. Mine didn't either, but I yeah. didn't full on hardcore dry it. Yeah, I usually don't do that either. But those are going to be on... Here quick, right? Yeah, and we're gonna do a pre-order on those. Yeah, no, no limit on that either, though. Yeah, you know, it's just well, there'll be a time limit, obviously, and we'll try to get those out. You think before Thanksgiving? Oh, for sure, because okay. because it's the turn time company. on that's like seven to ten days. Oh, okay, yeah, perfect. That's through the Sign Garage yeah. down on Twenty Fifth Street in Ogden. They're hooking us up with those. Right. Well, helping us out, I should say. Um, what else we have? Oh, we're we're tossing around. I just found a great uh, group, 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 so because so, uh, we had some request for some gear and it's something that's been heavy on my radar because i love wearing them as like those buffs right um so we're looking at having a design made up for that do some pre-orders um great prices on those custom which are super cool again perfect for year-round winter and summer fall spring everything so i think that's what we have i think so too right there Hmm. um Boy, I think that's it. We have a, I like, think so. Like I said, we've got a few things on the list uh, that we're working on that hopefully we'll be able to announce here, sh- you know, within the next week or two, uh, which will be really fun for us and hopefully the community as well as all the listeners. Right. But again, we've appreciated everybody going on to iTunes. We got a few more uh, yeah. reviews, which Definitely. we appreciate. That helps. Uh, social media, keep that cranking for us. You right. know, like, follow, tag. You know, if you're going to tag on Instagram, do the at sign or tag us in the photo. It's so right. much easier for me than looking for hashtags. Yeah, it so is. i got to search those. And we've got some <laughs> really cool stuff coming through. Um, I just get a kick out of it, man. Right. Uh, to see where the gear is or just cool things you're doing. Right. Uh, Michelle Barton out in California has hit us a few times, and she's got some killer photos. Does she? Right. Right on. Um, so keep those coming. And just thank you so much for all your support. Yeah, thank uh, we, you. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Um, again, we're here for you. Uh, we want to, you know, make things better for the run community. That's why we're here. So yeah. we got some great guests lined up coming up in the future. Don't forget to check out Gear Garage tomorrow as well as Trevor's show on Tuesday. And, man, order those beanies. That's right. They're, they're going to go. They're I gonna promise you they're going to go off fast. The shelf. Right? 50. And we're almost end of pre-order. I know. So, Joel, awesome yep. day out. I think so. I'm going to try to go for a run. Yeah, if I could shake this... Uh, 
head chest thing got rocking than I would too, but I'm out for today. So anyway, thanks for listening to the show. This is uh, single track session number 12, and we are on 22nd Street Trailhead Studio 78. We're out.